Hi, you're listening to We Just Like to Talk. I'm your host, Becky. And I'm Kara. This is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects. Today's topic is... Fired Up Over Fierce Fashion. So, Becky, um, some of our listeners probably know this, but I consider you to be my fashion guru. Oh. (laughs) Because you've got such a great Instagram account, you have a great blog, you love talking about fashion, you do it so well. So Mm. I've always looked up to you when it comes to fashion. And, of course, now with my transition and embracing a whole new way of expressing my gender and a whole new wardrobe over the past year... You have been particularly essential in giving me honest feedback about my fashion Mm. and my choices and stuff. So I'm really excited to talk about fashion with you in particular. Oh, what a great intro. Thank you. I am so honored that you said all of that and not going to lie, blushing a little bit. Yeah, I've, I've always loved fashion ever since I was young and didn't really know what the hell I was doing. I always loved like reading the fashion magazines and looking to celebrities or looking to my sister for sort of like fashion trends, fashion advice. Mm -hmm. So I'm also equally excited to talk to you about fashion because as you said, you're going through your transition and, you know, your fashion has totally changed. Absolutely. And my attitude towards fashion has changed as well, which we can talk about. But first, I have a question to get things started. Okay. Is there a difference between fashion and style? Ooh, such a great question. Okay. So when I think about fashion, I think about trends. I think about what's in fashion. I think of it as, you know, this arbitrary-ish idea or like what's on the runway, that sort of thing. Like, what's fashionable. Um, But then when I think of style, I think of it as more, it's subjective, it's personal, it's how you express yourself. I think everybody has their own unique spin on, let's say, like fashion trends, or, you know, the way that they put together an outfit and decide to express themselves. I would say to me, that's like the difference between the two. Nice. That was a really cogent explanation. Thank you. So what I'm hearing from you is each individual has their own style, which you might describe Mm -hmm. as like more goth, more girly, uh, tomboyish, more like casual, more grungy, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of different adjectives. And then within that realm of one's personal style, one might adopt various fashion trends that are currently popular yeah totally you've got it speaking of style and fashion and all that good stuff maybe maybe explain to our listeners like how it has changed over the years for you and maybe even like how you viewed fashion 
I like to say in the before times, <laughs> by which I mean like before I realized I was trans, before I came out and started transitioning, mm-hmm. um, I'd say I didn't think I could fashion as like a verb. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wore very simple outfits and sort of variations on the same outfit day in and day out, whether it was t-shirts and shorts or t-shirts and black jeans, always black jeans for some reason, never blue. Don't ask me why. What about acid wash <laughs> or <Nope>. ripped? <laughs> no. Can you imagine old Kara wearing ripped jeans? Come on. No, Come on, I would I would seriously look at you and be like, is there something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm recognizing that I think a fair amount of my reticence towards shopping and playing around with clothes and fashion was related to a subconscious awkwardness that I felt about my body, uh, you know, what we sometimes call gender dysphoria. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was probably just trying to minimize my body, right, by like Mm. dressing in ways that made me feel as comfortable as possible within what I felt were the acceptable boundaries for somebody who was presenting as male. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I could certainly like look good if I chose to, because I wash and brush my hair. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. I, I could wear a suit and I, I could look presentable uh, for formal occasions. I could dress You pulled up. off that bow tie. I've seen Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did that for almost every, work day when I taught in England for two years that was my outfit but yeah you know, like I've, I've always called that and I called what I wore before I, I came out uh, here teaching in Canada I called those things my teacher drag because I didn't like wearing those things you know I, I would mm. look good in a suit but mm-hmm. I didn't feel good and mm. I think that's important it's important to note you know I'm not saying men can't be fashionable and men can't uh, enjoy clothing I think that's not true at all. I think a lot of men can enjoy clothing. A lot of men can look good in suits or in anything that they want to wear. But traditionally for men, it's going to be like suits and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's like, in hindsight, such a big indicator was my discomfort with suits and this realization that, hey, like maybe my discomfort isn't with the suit itself. It's with the fact that it's this like literal embodiment of a gender identity that doesn't match mine. Mm-hmm. I last year I came to this realization that I'm trans, and I came out and I started experimenting with wearing different clothing that matches my gender identity. And as I've described this to you before, Becky, it felt like changing the channel. It felt like mm-hmm. I had just flipped from one channel of the television to the other. Suddenly, fashion made sense to me. For me, you know, my transition has given me that freedom and I'm so much happier now. Like I feel, you know, I'm, I'm experimenting and I'm trying on different dresses and different outfits every day and I feel cute and I feel like happy. And, and it's hard to describe that feeling to somebody who feels that pretty often just because you found your sense of fashion, you found your style. But for somebody who never felt that way, wearing t-shirts and shorts or jeans, I never felt the euphoria that I feel now. So, mm-hmm. you know, to me, fashion isn't just about following that trend. Fashion is finding the trends and the styles that make you look and feel really good. Yeah. And I'm so happy that 
you know, the channel has changed and you're now really enjoying fashion and you're enjoying exploring these things and you feel you feel better, right? I do. I feel more confident. I feel sexy in the sense that like, I think people can perceive that confidence in the way that I I talk and walk and act just from what I'm wearing. Um, Mm -hmm. I think like you and my other friends can sense this change in me. Like I'm just, I'm so much more comfortable in myself and my body because of this. And that's something I certainly hoped for when I came out and decided to do this, but I didn't understand or anticipate at the time what that would feel like and how satisfying it would feel. Love it. Love that for you. Why don't you tell me a little bit, Becky, about your experience with fashion and coming to love fashion, you know, because you've made it such a a prominent part of your life, especially your online persona. So where did that come from? I feel like it's hard for me to say, like, it's hard for me to pinpoint like an exact, you know, moment in time or Mm -hmm. I think it was just this like gradual progression I feel, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've just, I've always enjoyed it to some degree. I mean, when I was younger, I would shop at, you know, Northern Getaway or The Gap. And I would pick out just like fun jeans or like, I remember this one sweater in particular from The Gap that was like a zip up hoodie and it had like a lowercase g and it was like in orange, but then the sweater itself was like mint. And I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Like mint and orange. And like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It was just like, I was picking things at random and whatever felt good and felt fun. I would, you know, I would wear Mm -hmm. kind of throwing things on and whatever felt good, I would wear it. And oh, bell bottom jeans. Like, that's really cool. I'm going to try those out, even though I did not know how to style it. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that's fine, right? Like, I really would encourage anybody of any gender, especially if you're younger, like experiment. Of course, that's what I'm doing. Totally. Yeah, you have you have to experiment because then otherwise, how do you know what you like, what you don't like and what looks good on you versus what doesn't look good on you? And to me, when I was younger, it was just like I was yeah, I was just, I was having fun with it. I remember I had this one t-shirt that had like the British flag in, like it was bedazzled on the shirt. Oh. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And you know, the the fashion at the time was inspired by like the Spice Girls or just these like quirky little things, like anything that was pop culture relevant as is now. I mean, maybe not to the extent that like TV has on fashion now it's just i think at the time it was just you know mm-hmm. wow like look at what the spice girls are wearing like we're gonna recreate something like that for the younger generation <laughs> mm-hmm. but i do remember there did come a point in time where you know social media was becoming more and more of a thing people would tag you in pictures and then i would just like look back on some of the pictures and be like oh my god what was i thinking like why did yeah. i wear that or why did i style my hair like that and And then, I don't know, it was kind of like this pact that I made with myself. I'm like, okay, like, I want to be looking even better, like, styling myself in a way that makes me just, like, feel more like myself, if that makes sense. Like, making myself look the best that I can and um, just finding, like, my own sense of style and not just, like, buying into all the trends. Excellent. 
Okay, so Kara, how would you describe your current style? Hmm. So I would describe myself as very femme. Mm-hmm. You know, I like girly things. And part of that is because I am consciously trying to like telegraph with my gender expression, the, the gender that I want people to perceive me as. But it's also like I really enjoy those things, right? Like there are trans women out there who are not particularly femme and they're just going to wear jeans and t-shirts and hoodies and that doesn't make them any less women. Um, but mm -hmm. in my case, it just so happens that my gender identity of woman really aligns with very traditionally feminine expressions. I love dresses. I love tights. I love like not so much high heels, but things like block heel booties and stuff, you know, anything that just kind of gives me that femme silhouette and appearance oh yeah and might i add like you are just rocking your outfits and i love like the color combos and how you're adding pattern and you know you could tell you're really having fun with stuff and i think that's thank you well that means a lot fabulous. to me coming from you because <laughs> one of the things i knew starting this journey is that if i were ever to step wrong and do something that didn't look good on me you were going to be honest with me and you tell me like you're you're not the kind of friend who's <laughs> who's going to let me leave the house looking like ass because you yes. don't want to tell me the truth right you're going to be like Kara that doesn't work for you <laughs> go back and oh, change really? um totally. so, I'll keep you in line <laughs> exactly so I really appreciate that compliment from you in particular because I know that you mean that yeah thank you um okay so kind of similar you you addressed this a little bit, but how mm -hmm. would you describe how your personal style has changed uh, over your mm -hmm. 20s? Because I know in private, we've talked about how at the moment you're kind of going through a little bit of a wardrobe refresh and you're getting rid of a lot of your older clothes and starting mm -hmm. to experiment with other types of clothing and stuff. So what's happening? Yeah, so I would say... I would say in like my early, early 20s, I was still like unsure of like, okay, what's what looks good on me? Um, I was probably mostly dressing for comfort and there's, you know, nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. And then I would say probably like mid 20s, I was like, I was like, okay, I want to like, I want to feel sexy. So I was like buying like really like fun dresses. Mm hmm. I, I think what's great is that my mom had always instilled in us, like, if you're going to buy clothing, like, don't buy this, like, fast fashion. Like, yes, you can buy mm -hmm. things that are trendy and fun, but make sure they're of good quality. Make sure that they're made out of cotton, silk, wool, cashmere, <laughs> <laughs> you know, good quality material, um, yeah. not this polyester crap. So I'm really glad that she instilled that in us because... Honestly, I still have sweaters like from when I was in university, you know, are they my favorite sweaters ever? Do I wear them all the time? No, but you know, I whip them out every now and again and mm -hmm. I can restyle them. And yeah, there's not too many pieces that I really regret buying, but I would say that now that I'm in my 30s, OMG, I am more leaning towards like classic 
pieces, not like too, too much pattern. I don't think that there's anything wrong with pattern, but you know, let's say I buy like a zebra print top because I'm like, okay, yeah, it's really in, in fashion right now. That's okay. But then how am I going to feel in like a couple years about it? Right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't want to buy too many things that are like too, too trendy, especially mm-hmm. if I want to be keeping these things for like years and years to come. So I think that's a great philosophy. That's something I'm trying to do as well, right? Like I, yeah. I've already built up quite a quite a wardrobe over the past year. I'm very proud of that. But I'm also very proud of the restraint I've exercised, you know, and there's certainly been times mm-hmm. when I've seen something and I'm like, oh, I really like that. I really want it. But I either know that mm-hmm. it's not going to work on me because I'm a skinny six foot tall bitch with like, you know, tiny boobs <laughs> and no butt yet. <laughs> but, you know, so I'm I'm very particular and I'm very careful, you know, and I buy something. And and other obviously I'll return it if it doesn't fit or something, but I don't buy something unless I'm gonna want to wear it quite a bit if it fits me. Yeah. And I, yeah, like I remember your club days before you moved yeah. to Montreal. I remember sequin dresses. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the one time you and Amanda were gonna celebrate your birthday together, and so you, the two mm-hmm. of you both got really dressed up, and I was also there, and. We like took these photos, like fun photos, like Charlie's Angels poses and stuff. And I remember being really jealous of the two of you and just like wishing I could look as good as the two of you look because I was just in a T-shirt and some jeans again, you know, Um, because that was me. And that's what I thought I was comfortable in. But deep down inside, that's not really what I wanted. It's just what I thought I could have. And so. Mm. Ah, mm-hmm. I'm finally tapping into that, you know, a little bit later than maybe I would have wanted to. But yeah, like no matter what you wear, Rebecca, you always manage to pull it off and you always manage to look damn fine. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You know what I was going to say too is that I feel like the as tough as the pandemic has been with like expressing ourselves and dressing up and that sort of thing. I think what's Mm -hmm. really great is that it's making us realize we don't need like an excessive amount of clothes. Like I was actually running out of room because I have, I don't have like a walk-in closet. Like I don't have like a, like a separate closet. It's basically out in the open. It's just a rack. It's just like a Mm -hmm. hanging rack in my room. So I only have like such, and I have, I have a chest of drawers, but it's like you know, it's not super big. I don't have that much room for clothes. So I was getting to a point where I it was just overflowing on the rack. And I literally had to just put some away in a storage box. And some of it's like, you know, fancier dresses. So it's not my everyday wear. So let's say I have about mm-hmm. 15 pieces that I could pick from every day. And it's like I'm just wearing the same things over and over and over again. But it's kind of making me realize like I I really only do gravitate towards those same things anyway Mm -hmm. during at least during the weekday. So it's like that whole idea of like a capsule wardrobe. Like you only need, you know, 20 to 25 pieces. You mix and match them and you add in accessories kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with you. I still want like 50 dresses, but that's just because I love dresses. (laughs) Um, It's your turn to ask me a question. Any celebrities you look to for style inspiration? Hmm. Can I say you? <laughs> a huge well, celebrity? Not quite a celebrity, but... <laughs> I wouldn't say that there are specific celebrities. I would say that there are probably, like, maybe fictional characters 
Who's styles I've certainly enjoyed and perhaps tried to emulate to a point. So two in particular I might name would be Lara Jean Cuddy from To All the Boys I've Loved Before, mm-hmm. the Netflix movie, uh, because I just really like her vintage style. So the things that she would wear just really work on her. And like I was saying before, I tend to gravitate towards stuff that's like late 50s, early 60s fashion. And then the other character would be Amy Pond from Doctor Who from Mm. like the 2011 Matt Smith era. And again, she would wear like very simple femme stuff, sweaters, skirts, tights uh, in various colors. And it's nice. It's simple. You know, I'm not I don't gravitate towards fashions that are too complex or have like too many different layers to the outfit and stuff because that just seems like a lot of work to me and I'm lazy. Um, (laughs) So those are two characters that stand out to me and they're both, I would say that although I'm much taller than they are, they are both quite similar to me in terms of their figures and stuff. So I think that helps as well. Nice. Those are great answers. So kind of similar, how Mm -hmm. do you learn about what's in fashion. How do you stay on top of these things? Do you have like secret blogs that you go to? I mean, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. So <laughs> no, I'm could just... be worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a really great question. And I feel like I've been asked that before. And unfortunately, I just don't have a concrete answer for you. Like, to me, I'm always looking, I'm always finding inspiration. I think it's just this automatic thing that I'm doing, even like subconsciously. Like while I'm walking down the streets of Montreal, I'm always noticing what people are wearing, especially if it's styled in like a unique way or it's like an interesting color or an interesting cut. I feel like I'm always looking at what people are, other people are wearing on the streets. There is a website though that I do look for when it comes to blogs and it's called blog lovin so I'm subscribed to it so they send me sometimes it's like the same bloggers over and over again but then sometimes I discover somebody new I will say speaking of bloggers something that I've noticed just like that really I don't know it doesn't maybe it irritates me to a certain extent but it's like this aesthetic like this beige aesthetic (laughs) And everything's beige, like what they're wearing. Like, it's just like 50 shades of beige. Hey, didn't you do a whole blog post about beige? I seem to recall you wearing like a beige beret and a beige top and beige pants. No, 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 no. I wore beige pants, but I wore like a marbled like shirt that was like pink and purple. And yes, don't get me wrong. I do like beige to a certain extent, but I mean like everything they're wearing is beige and their whole aesthetic is just this beige look. And that's okay, like, but I just feel like so many people are doing that because it's like a trendy thing. Y'all know my love for designer things or like higher end fashion. Now, I can't necessarily afford all of it, (laughs) but I do aspire to have some of that one day. Cara, how do you feel about designer slash high-end fashion? It's a great question. In the before times, if you had mm-hmm. asked me that, I would have just been like, 
I don't care at all. Like, whatever. Why are you even asking me this, Becky? (laughs) Um, And now I would say I'm probably a little bit more neutral or indifferent to it. I appreciate how some people are really, really into high-end fashion and stuff. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that I've very much embraced fashion as a thing that I can explore for myself... I wouldn't necessarily say I would go as far as like designer or high-end stuff, partly because of the price. Um, Yeah. But also because for me, as we've discussed, like fashion is very much this personal thing. And whereas I think that like designer, people who follow designer fashion, people who buy designer clothes, they're buying it because of the label, right? It's not so much about what it is or how it looks. it's, It's the name attached to it. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, that could change or who knows? Yeah. To me, it's it's tricky because it's like I do appreciate designer and high end fashion. But to me, I would never buy something just because it's like trendy or just because the labels all over the place. Like I would really have to love the mm-hmm. piece itself. And I think mm-hmm. what's so interesting is just how this how the pieces are built, you know, like. A Chanel mm-hmm. purse is expensive, not just because of the label, but because of all the craftsmanship that goes into it and in how long it takes to make these pieces. It's just, it's pretty incredible. Um, mm-hmm. All right, go for it. Ask me, ask me what you want. <laughs> so, fashion guru. Yes. Uh, what advice would you give to people? What are some easy ways that they could fashion up? A, a tired item of clothing that they still want to keep wearing, but they feel kind of like, you know, it's served its original purpose and it needs to be altered or changed a little bit to be more fashionable. Ooh, I love that. I love that term that you used, fashion up. I'm going to use that. That's a great question. I would say first thing, maybe you're just tired of it because it was in the back of your drawer. I'd say wash the piece so then it smells good, it's fresh, and then if you feel like it needs to be altered, do that. You don't realize like the the magic of tailoring. Mm-hmm. So find yourself a good tailor. Use accessories. Try to find like different ways to style the piece. I don't know. Just I think it's all about experimenting. Just try try new things. Maybe maybe there are things in your wardrobe that you can pair it with, or maybe you you go thrifting and you find some really cool vintage pieces or maybe you buy a brand new piece to go with that item that you want to fashion up thank you for your advice i'll keep that in mind you're welcome okay so any fashion pieces or items or styles that you would avoid some no-nos okay yeah i was gonna ask you something similar right i was like do you have any Fashion no no. So maybe sure, we can let's both ask talk each about other. This. Yeah. Yeah. For me, <laughs> right now I would say I'm avoiding stuff that's a little bit too revealing in various ways. Like I, I mm-hmm. would love to get confident enough to wear like a backless dress, but it's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> um, so there's stuff I'm avoiding out of like confidence issues. Mm-hmm. And then other things I might avoid. Um <sighs> hmm. Anything that's really too, like, loud, you know? I don't mind color, and I don't mind certain prints, but I don't want anything. Like neon green. 
Yeah, or, okay. or you know, like big, chunky, shiny necklaces <laughs> that are going to blind anybody who looks in my direction. <laughs> um, you know, like there, there are some people who treat fashion as an offensive weapon. Oh, like, wow. I think, ev- I think everybody in general uh, treats fashion as armor, right? Like it's this defensive yeah. thing. You put it on, you wear it to protect yourself from the world. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who turn it into like, an offense and they deploy their fashion against other people (laughs) um you know so i i for me i'm becoming more comfortable with the idea of maybe being noticeable with what i wear because i used to just want to blend into everything but i wouldn't say i'm the type of person who wants to like steal the show or like take on the spotlight with my fashion like there are some people who dress and they want to be like the most noticeable, most remarkable person in the room with yeah. what they're wearing. Yeah. Uh, that's not me. So I would avoid anything that's like really, really out there and like really, really draws attention to me. Okay. Um, that's the kind of stuff I would avoid. What about you? I would say, I would say this kind of goes back to like how my style has changed during my 20s and now into my 30s. I feel like now I'm less of like an impulse buyer. So, yeah, I could really fall in love with something, but it's like, okay, let's think about it for a week, maybe two. Do I feel the same? Then Mm -hmm. buy the piece after trying it on. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just like ultra, ultra trendy items. I'm like less inclined to buy now. I'm just like, eh, shoulder pads, not a huge fan. Mm -hmm. I think some people can pull them off, but it's just like not so much for me. I don't mind, like, white sandals, but I'm not a super huge fan of, like, white leather boots for me personally. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've seen people, like, pair, like, style them really well, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That all makes sense. All right. So let's do a fun round of trends that you would try. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you my answer, and then I want—I also would be interested in your input on like whether or not you think it would look good on me. Okay, nice. Okay, mm-hmm. I like this. Okay, so speed round of would you try this trend? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Uh, oversized shoulder pad boyfriend blazer slash jacket. No. I would agree, no. Okay, so speaking of white boots, white knee-high boots. Oh, interesting. I did say 60s, and 60s was the era of the go-go boot, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say no to knee-high. I would go like okay. half-high, uh, totally into it once I become confident enough to start wearing jeans. I would yeah. love some taller boots, but I, I, I wouldn't say knee-high because I'm just so tall. That would be a lot of boots. That's fair. Yeah, like maybe it would be really inconvenient for you too because then you're like having to, you know, pull them up. And I would say you could pull it off, but like you made a good point. They might be too high, maybe like the mid, mid-calf. mid Yeah. The combination of yellow and camel, so like a light brown. I'm going to say no. I would say yes for you. Okay, this like makes me laugh because it's just – the pictures that I'm looking at, it's just such an exaggeration of it. They So the trend for this is they're saying like fringe on purses, but I'm going to turn it around and say, let's just say fringe anywhere. So it could be like a dress, could be a jacket, could be a shirt. 
No. Yeah, I would say it just depends what the item is. I'm not a cowgirl. <laughs> I'm not from Alberta. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, let's say no then. What about a bell-bottom jumpsuit? Ooh, it's funny you brought that up because um, Amanda and I have been watching The Serpent yeah. on Netflix, which is set in the 70s. So there's a ton of 70s fashion and Jenna Coleman is looking really good in like a flared bell-bottom jumpsuit. And Amanda was actually like, that would look good on you, Cara. So mm. I'm going to go with yes based on that. I think it would depend on like the color of the jumpsuit and stuff. And also jumpsuits are very inconvenient for other reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, why not? I love it. I, I could totally see you rocking it. Listen to your fashion gurus. <laughs> I will. I got them legs, right? Anything yeah. that shows off my long legs. like. Oof. What about just flared pants in general? Not even like a jumpsuit, but just like flared pants. Yeah. Once okay. I get more comfortable wearing pants, totally. Leather dress, skirt, pants, shirt. No. Uh, I would see again. I would have to just see it on you. I could see dark brown on you. I'm not Xena Warrior Princess, okay? (laughs) Well, leather is classic. Oh, what about just like a white summery dress? Uh, Yeah, I want one. I want a white sundress for sure. On the list. Okay, what about hot pink <laughs> oh yeah i'm I'm all about the pink i love i don't have a ton of pink right now but i do have yeah. a few items and i'm totally down for more nice oh what about just like a plaid shirt uh so funny story i used to despise plaid <laughs> it was something i refused to wear yeah and i i'm reevaluating that now i'm trying to think i don't think i have anything i don't think i have anything plaid yet but i would be open to wearing uh, plaid. The thing about a plaid shirt, again, like lots of women enjoy masculine. wearing more masculine stuff. But f- mm-hmm. for me, that's something I'm very deliberately avoiding right now. So I would say no, but mm-hmm. I would totally say yes to a plaid skirt or, mm. oh, I do have plaid scarves. I have a few oh, plaid okay. scarves now. Yeah, because yeah. I think sometimes when we think of plaid, we think of the like black and red and white sort of like lumberjacky yeah. plaid. But it's funny because, like, I don't even have that type of plaid. I have, like, blue mm. blue and white, yeah. and then I have, like, dark purple. So I think, yeah, it depends on, like, the style and the color. Like, if it's, you know, if it's your kind of color. Hot pink plaid. Ooh, that could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for throwing those trends at me. It was really fun to think about that and just yeah. to talk about fashion with you in general. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah, I love it. I love talking fashion with you. It's so much fun. So if our listeners would like to ask us questions about our fashion sense or share with us what they love or hate about fashion, how would they get in touch with us? You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We just like to talk. You can also email us. We just like to talk at gmail.com. Well, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I love talking to you about fashion because it's something that you are really good at and you inspire me so I'm really happy that I have you around on this journey aww same here my friend I love that you're exploring fashion and having so much fun that's what it's all about 